Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to the IC Old People podcast. This is Dr. Bruce, your host. Today is June 9th, 2022. I haven't talked to you in quite a while, almost two months. I thought I'd better check in and say hello, let you know how things are going in my world. The IC Old People podcast, I started it when I turned 60 years old. And uh, it was kind of designed to follow my life and my health and what it was like to age from 60 to 70. That was my goal. Well, we started out in November of 2019. And, and very soon, the, the world that I was kind of describing changed quite a bit. Really, now we are well, well into a, a period of time that I can only describe as an age of madness, or at least the historians, I think, in the future may, may refer to it as the age of madness, when the world lost its collective mind. This podcast has really been all through that time, you know, and other things have been going on in my life as well, because I've aged. <laughs> I've aged from 60, and then in a few months, I'm going to be 63, so the podcast has been going on for a little while now. So as the age of madness. And so we're all very concerned. I'm very concerned on uh, how long it has lasted and how long it will continue to last. So as I age, um, I've made some pretty positive changes since I was 60. I, I quit drinking. And on Monday, on June 13th, I will have gone two full years to the day without drinking any alcohol. Not a drop of alcohol has entered my body. Uh, it was not easy. It was tough. Uh, I spent a, a quite a bit of time in an AA program. I spent a lot of time reading and meditating and trying to figure out how to spend my time when I wasn't addicted to this product, alcohol. And uh, over the course of two years, I've really come to a better understanding of who I am, uh, how I can live in the world, and I'm feeling pretty good about myself. I, I think that's, I probably, I am probably the most confident I've been about myself as a man in, uh, in decades. And uh, is it just from the alcohol, like leaving the alcohol for, for two years now? Maybe, but I mean, other things have happened as well. But I mean, that's a big one. That's a big one. And it had a really good hold on me. It had a heck of a hold on me uh, for decades. So to have it gone for these two years, it's, it's a real milestone. And, and I want to celebrate it. I, I want to say, look at me. You know, I did it. And so that's what I'm doing right now. So that's my version of look at me, I did it. I, I'm really confident that I could just continue on. My, my desire for alcohol, I, I haven't had it for oh, a good year of these two years. And, and the thought now, because so many people now, like my grandchildren, they don't ever they'll never remember seeing me with a drink in my hand. And I don't ever want that to change. So there's a lot of promises start to get made over two years time where now it's not just that I'm not drinking for me because that's how I started out. I started out to save myself, to save my marriage, to save my career. And in the end, uh, I did save myself. And so for me to even think about drinking again, I would be letting down so many people that care for me now 
the way I am now, the person I am now. You know, so who is that person? I'm turning 63. I'm still very fit. I, I, I have a lot of pain. Uh, I don't know a 63-year-old that doesn't have a lot of pain. Um, it's kind of a pain that varies, goes around through my body. Uh, I'm really happy with my weight. I'm at 230. And if you recall, when I started this podcast, I was 245, 255, like I was in that range. I fluctuated quite a bit up there because it's easy to fluctuate at that heavy, heavy weight. Well, now I'm down to 230 and I'm pretty consistent at 230. It hardly fluctuates at all. Uh, I exercise regularly, mostly with my bicycle. I ride my bicycle from Port Dover to Simcoe two times a week, sometimes three times a week. I walk on the trail uh, every day with my dog, Bella. Uh, it's a highlight of her day and it's a highlight of my day. Uh, so the things that are really changing, though, um, in the in the three years I've gone from you know sixty to going on sixty three, my feet have gotten bigger. They've gotten flatter and they've gotten wider. I've gone up a whole size in my shoe, in the, in that time. My eyes seem to be sore quite a bit, like all the time now. And I think I'm I, I need to get my hearing checked again. My hearing is getting worse. So I got a couple things like eyes need to be checked again, ears need to be checked again. And I just have to keep moving. The keeping moving is the best way for me to keep the pain under control. The kind of pain I had when I was in active practice, that's gone. Like I used to have so much shoulder pain from, from the thrusting and the moving and the twisting. I, I was in body work for 37 years. I, you know, I'd lift people and twist people and turn people. And then my shoulders would hurt at the end of the day. My back would hurt at the end of the day. Those kinds of pains are gone. Now it's just more like joint pain, like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure it's, it's arthritis, the beginning of arthritis. I changed my diet quite a bit as well in the, in the last little while. I, I'm not drinking as much coffee. I was drinking a lot of coffee, and then I started drinking a lot of coffee with cream in it. And then I noticed a white film on my tongue, and I just noticed I was feeling unwell. My bowels were loose. I was just not feeling myself I I had a cloudy head like everything so I went to see a naturopath the naturopath did a bunch of blood work with me I'd also I'd gotten a diagnosis a couple years ago from my medical doctor that I had my pancreas my, my father died of pancreatic cancer so I've always been concerned about my pancreas and then you know because I drank so much as an adult uh, I you know I didn't help my pancreas any with that so I've had a diagnosis I had a, a MRI of my pancreas and and they have a diagnosis of uh, atrophy uh, my pancreas has atrophy which is a really vague term i talked about it once in a podcast before so it's a vague term don't really know what it means i know what atrophy means it just means like things aren't working robustly and going forward you're kind of shrinking and going backwards you're atrophying that's what i consider as atrophy so I accepted this as just my life for the last few years. Well, then I went to see this naturopath and he got talking about traditional Chinese medicine. And traditional Chinese medicine uh, would call what my pancreas is atrophying in, med in Western medicine, it's called spleen deficiency in traditional Chinese medicine. And with spleen deficiency, there's very specific diets to help it. And one of them is uh, to get off dairy, like right away. So dairy was gone. I took, I went off dairy. The film on my tongue went away right away. Um, and not to eat and consume cold foods. 
Now, as weird as that sounds to Westerner like me, I thought, well, you know, this is 5,000 years of empirical evidence that has, that has developed traditional Chinese medicine. So I thought I'd try it. So I gave up the iced coffee. I gave up the iced, any type of iced drinks. Iced, I was even drinking water with ice in it. Like I, so I got rid of all of that ice cream, uh, cold food, like right out of the fridge. No, like all of that. So that's a change I've made. And yeah, so those two things have really made a big difference in my health. I got a little more jump in my step. Um, I'm feeling good. So yeah, I'm really happy about that. So I want to share that. You know, two years without a drink, eating well, exercising. I think that's the best advice I can give anybody out there. Like, try that. <laughs> so um, what else is going on? Well, in Canada right now, unfortunately, uh, I still cannot fly in an airplane. Um, we are the last country on earth that is putting that type of restriction on its citizens. There are six million of us, which is nice. I know I'm not alone. I'm hoping that uh, in September, Brian, Fe Brian Peckford, excuse me, Brian Peckford, uh, the former premier of uh, Newfoundland, is filing a, uh, is, is being heard by the Supreme Court against this mandate that stops the us six million Canadians from flying domestically, from flying out of the country, from uh, getting on a train or a ferry that's federally owned. So we are uh, really restricted. We can drive. I drove out to see my son in Winnipeg. Uh, we can drive. That's, you know, that's it though. We can't fly and Canada's a big country. It's really hard. Like I'd love to go to Vancouver sometime, but it's a four day drive. You know, that kind of thing is happening right now. And that's, that's unfortunate. So I'm hoping in September when the Supreme Court hears, uh, hears this, that they will turn this over and then everyone will be allowed to fly. Canada is a real outlier on this one. There is no one else in the world doing this. No one. Not Australia, not New Zealand, not England, not the EU. Nowhere. Canada is it. All right, that's not fake news. Go to the Government of Canada website. <laughs> Go read, read the stories about the Toronto International Airport, the laughingstock of airports in the entire world. But that's neither here nor there. I can do nothing about it. Uh, my awareness of it makes it super intense to me. A lot of the people who are listening to this, it may be the first time you even heard that. That, that Canadians in this uh, minority demographic cannot move freely through their country by airplane or train, and they cannot fly out of their country. I haven't had a Caribbean holiday in three years, and I loved going to the Caribbean. I went at least every year. Sometimes I went twice a year, and I haven't been out of this country in three years. So... But like I said, that's neither here nor there. I picked up the books again. I started reading. I'm really enjoying a book right now. I'm right in the middle of it by Wilbur Smith. It's called When the Lion Feeds. It's all about uh, Africa, the, when Zululand became South Africa. It was, uh, it's still when the, Eng when the British were still in control of South Africa and, and, and the wars that come. I'm, I'm guessing the wars that come. I'm only about halfway through. It's really a good book. I'm loving getting into that again. I think the beauty of, I love summer reading because I love reading outside. And, you know, you can read outside in Ontario until 930 at night. 
you know, 9.30. It's beautiful. Um, 10 o'clock, if it's a really, really clear night, or if the stars are bright, or if there's a moon out, you could read by moonlight. But I love being outside reading, uh, and I'm enjoying that book. Other than that, I haven't had much, much else to say. I, oh, I picked up a couple of their new sports that I've been enjoying. Formula One. I never thought I'd be a Formula One fan, but uh, it's been really exciting following the uh, different races around the world. I just, I don't know, a friend of mine was a fan. We watched a couple races that he had taped. I just got into it, so I started taping every race. I watched the... the um, the speed trials at the beginning and then the next the race the next day and it's really a nice way to see the different areas of the world those courses are in beautiful beautiful cities all over the world and then right on the opposite end of that scale you have that high-end formula one over here and then on the other end i've got to look at the basic sport of canada i started really getting involved in lacrosse i started following the toronto rock and the Toronto Rock, it's kind of a misnomer because they play out of Hamilton. They play an arena in Hamilton, which is much closer to me. So uh, they are called the Toronto Rock. They play in the National Lacrosse League. Uh, it's a really affordable sport. You can go up. Uh, I brought my whole family up there for $100. That's four, you know, that was four tickets. That was two grandkids, my wife and I, four tickets, 25 bucks each. Uh, I mean, you can't beat it. You can't get entertainment like that uh, for that uh, kind of cost. And uh, Hamilton's not all that far. So lacrosse has been fun. And uh, yeah, so I'm dealing with my spleen deficiency really well. I am not even, it never even crosses my mind to drink alcohol, which is the nicest, most freeing feeling in the entire world. And, uh, you know, here I am. Yeah. Oh, I was, I was thinking about the price of gas the other day. Gas is $2.12 a litre right now. Okay, $2.12 a liter. That's uh, never been that high. It's record high. And I got thinking about, I was actually working at a gas station when I was 14 years old. Okay, think about how long that is ago. When I was 14 years old, it was like in 1972, I was working at a gas station at Bay and Algoma Gulf in Port Arthur, Ontario. I'm delivering gas and then all of a sudden the pumps are gonna be changed, new pumps come, new signs come, and I happen to be working there right when they change from imperial gallons to liters. So it was really cool. Uh, so I'm working at the gas station and I see the change. And, it, and the reason, I think the reason the government changed at that time was the price of gasoline was starting to get close to a dollar a gallon. It was starting to creep up to a dollar a gallon. And I think that was scaring the government a little bit. They thought, well, okay, here's a good time to change to liters. And the very first liters that were ever sold in Canada, it was at Bay and Algoma Gulf, it was 19 cents a liter. So I was 14 years old and I was pumping gas at 19 cents a liter. And now today, on the way here to the studio, it was $2.12 a liter. So that is uh, quite a change in a number of years. So I'm old enough to remember a couple of things I talked about in an old podcast, but I'll just mention it again. I, I saw them take down the Union Jack. I was in grade five, uh, no, I was in kindergarten, so I was like four or five. Maybe I was in grade one. I was five years old. The whole school went out in the schoolyard. They brought down the Union Jack and they put up the Canadian Maple Leaf for the very first time. The Canadian Maple Leaf is, has risen and it's flown proudly ever since. 
Now, maybe in the last little while, it's been it's been tarnished. It's been tarnished. Uh, the government has has not done well by the Maple Leaf, in my opinion, and that's not just my opinion. Leaders around the world are condemning our government for overreach. Certainly, I, I hope that uh, things can change in that direction very soon. All right. Uh, also, one of my one of my long time and most favorite. Well, all my listeners are my favorite people, but one of my most favorite pe- people in the world, her her husband has had had a bit of a health problem, and I just want her to let her know I'm thinking about him, and I, and I hope he's doing well. I know he got through the operation, and uh, and I know I I hope a good speedy recovery. Okay, uh, if you've listened this far, wow, you know that's awesome. I don't even have anything else to fill it out to 20 minutes. I don't have a song ready or anything. I'm just gonna have to leave it at that. I didn't have much really to share other than I'm okay. Thanks for listening. You know, I love you. And, you know, I'm going to carry on. I had one episode a few episodes ago. It was called Losing Hope. So, you know, I, 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 I've been in some dark places. If you followed the podcast since November 2019, you know that I've had some depressive episodes I've had a relapse with my alcohol, right? I mean, I've been, I've been two years sober, but I've been running this podcast now for almost three. You, you saw me through my relapse. You saw me through some depressive episodes. But right now, I'm good. I'm feeling really good. I, 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 even with the age of madness still escalating in insanity, getting crazier by the day. I just feel I'm stronger now and able to face it than I even was a year ago or definitely two years ago or three years ago. So it's been, it's been a journey. And thank you for coming along with me on it. Nothing makes a journey more enjoyable than a companion. And I really appreciate it. I will uh, talk to you as soon as I can. I know this was a long time. This was almost two months. But uh, I'm going to continue. I'm going to be doing this until I'm 70. It's going to be, it's going to be a ride. So thanks for coming. And I'll, I'll talk to you soon. Bye.